you're listening to MOD Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOD channel where we help you to see real and practical Christianity from God's word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Today, we're going to be talking about 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Actually, we're going to be looking at tongues and prophecy. And we're really going to live around verse 1 to verse 4. Alright? Now, as a prelude to what we're going to talk about I want to emphasize the importance of speaking in tongues. Tongues is such a powerful gift of the Spirit. Tongues is actually the primary gift of the Spirit. And tongues is the doorway into every other gift of the Spirit. Tongues can be so despised because of the fact that it does not make sense to the minds of people who hear them. I mean, it doesn't make sense it's not coherent it's not logical it's not um a bunch of words cleverly stringed together to make sense to the mind and so because of that a lot of people tend to shy away from tongues because they're like no i don't want to be seen as that person you know that person who is just saying rubbish you see but there is a text of scripture that really resonates with me that talks about the fact that the wisdom of god actually or The foolishness of God, to be more precise, is wiser than the wisdom of men. What looks like foolishness that God is doing is wiser than the wisdom of men. If you think about it, God made everything. If you think about it, God is the one who did all this stuff. He's the one who designed the whole show. And so if God thinks you need something, then who are you to say you don't need it? Are you seeing that? In the church today, there are many denominations that say, no, that tongues business, no, we're not doing it, no. And many times, it's just to save face. But tongues is extremely powerful. And we're going to look at why, or just one or two reasons why it is powerful. All from 1 Corinthians 14, verse 1 to 4. So it says in verse 1, it says, pursue love, all right? and desire spiritual gifts. Actually, the word gifts is in italics. And what that means is that it is not there. That word gifts was added by the translators to try to make sense of what is being said. So it's actually to pursue love, right? To go after love and desire spirituals. All right? Pursue love and desire spirituals. So, God is saying here that one way to pursue love is actually to desire spiritual gifts. One way to be fervent in love for people is to what? Desire spiritual gifts. So, in other words, God is saying that the person who truly wants to love like him will pursue his power. The person who wants to love like Jesus will not just want to stay on the level of sympathy, but will want to get to the point where he or she can do something about the problems of others. When your heart is moved, 
you know, with compassion for others. You see people sick. You see people depressed. You see people down. People having anxiety and all that. You will not just be the A-Ya kind of Christian, but you will actually move a step further to actually help those people. You will do something about it. So he says, pursue love or follow love in some translations and desire spiritual gifts. If you go to 1 Corinthians 14 or 12, sorry, and go down to the end, I think it's verse 36 or 38, he actually tells you to actually covet earnestly the best gifts. It says covet, that is, covet is a very strong word of desire. That is, I want this thing badly, covet earnestly with everything. It says covet earnestly the best gifts. And so this is a sort of repetition with an angle. It says follow love, pursue love and desire. I want to say that the gifts of the spirit work with desire. And whatever you do not have knowledge about, you cannot desire. Whatever you do not desire, you will not see. When it comes to the things of God, it's like that. If you don't desire it, forget about it. You must desire it. So Paul is writing here to you to let you know that God's desire is that you are, you know, you are stirred up and you are hungry. You are eager to be used in this direction to pursue love and to desire spiritual gifts. As I said before, the word gifts in italics, what that word actually is, is the things pertaining to, belonging to your spirit, or the characteristics of your spirit. But look at what he says. He says, but especially that you may prophesy. So he says, pursue love, right? Desire the gifts, but there's one you should desire above all, but especially that you may what? Prophesy. To prophesy just means to speak as a spokesperson of God, to speak on God's behalf. That's what prophecy or to prophesy just means. That's why you get the word prophet also, one who speaks on behalf of another. So if you're prophesying, you're prophesying, you're speaking as an oracle of God. So we move on to verse 2. Say, For he who speaks in tongues or in a tongue, all right, now, for tongue just means language. But for you to know that the word he's referring to here is not just any language. He says, does not speak to men. What kind of language is it that you speak that is not to men? As I am speaking now, I'm speaking in English. And everyone who understands English, listen to this, understands what I'm saying. Therefore, I am speaking to men and women. So, what tongue, what language is this? that you are saying it, but you are not speaking to men. He now goes further to say that you are speaking directly to God. Why? Because he says, first of all, no one understands. In other words, God has said that there is a language the new creation will speak. But now he is saying that that language is spoken primarily to God. That no one will understand that language. And that's tongues, really. When you speak in tongues, I didn't understand what I just said. Actually, at least in the natural. But God understood. Why? Because I'm speaking to God. And guess what? The real me, the inner man, my spirit man, also understood what I just said. Are you seeing that? So, he who speaks in a tongue or tongues does not speak to men but to God for no one understands now this is where a lot of people stop and say you see you see so what's the point no one understands but wait a minute it says you're speaking to god 
All right? You're speaking to God and even if no man understands, he goes further to explain that you, in your spirit, you are speaking mysteries. Now, that's a very interesting thing. So, I'm speaking to God. There is communication going on between God and I, right? And not just that there is communication, but the communication is about mysteries. Now, these mysteries are things that are hidden, all right? Now, if tongues is a prayer language, and if I'm speaking to God, it means I can be speaking to God about anything. My family, my friends, my academics, my relationships, money, whatever. And I'm speaking these things as mysteries to God. Now, look at this. In the spirit, there is a higher level of communication. So, in my mind, mentally, if I want to pray to God, I'm talking to God about my problems. Oh, Lord, I need money. Oh, Lord, I need this and that. That is not how they behave in the spirit. Your spirit to God's spirit is not, you're not going to be talking about the problems. Oh, um, oh, we need money. Lord, Holy Spirit, we need money. Lord, we need money. We need, uh, my family is in a mess. No, no, no. They go on a higher wavelength. It says he speaks mysteries. The mysteries would be the gist, the, the, the solution, the wisdom or the insight of God concerning those matters. It would be a higher level. You, in your mind or mental realm, you speak problems to God, but in the spirit, solutions are being spoken. In the spirit, foresight or foreknowledge is being given. In other words, you are just praying about now, the morning now. God already, who knows what is supposed to happen tomorrow and everything. Your spirit and God are communicating on a higher level, on a higher frequency, and speaking solutions, speaking foresight, going even ahead of the things that you do not know to pray for and talking about those things. Are you seeing that? And let me say this, that on that on its own, that is already very powerful because you can actually change a lot of things by that on its own. If you pray in tongues and you don't know what you're praying about, but your spirit and God's spirit know because prayer will be to take hold of the problem or situation together with God. So you don't have to know in your mind what is going on. But as you're praying in the spirit, what are you doing? You are taking hold of certain situations with God. You are speaking mysteries. So you are speaking the influence of God into situations that you don't even know about. All right? A mystery is an open secret. You are hearing, so I want to say this, you, the tongues you are hearing, that don't make sense to your mind, are actually highways or is actually highways of high speed, you know, connectivity with the Father and your, and your spirit. Information is flowing in the tongues or through the tongues that you are speaking. It just doesn't make sense to your mind. It's expressed in that way that it just comes. So it's it's like a language on such a frequency that your mind cannot grab it. So when you read Yambangando that it is a language. It actually has things you are saying, there are syllables and all those things you are saying. But it's such a high speed, highway con you know, communication that it's actually how will I put it, unfolding the things that are actually between your spirit and God's spirit, the things that your spirit knows that God's spirit also knows and that back and forth between your spirit and God's spirit, that high speed communication that happens every single second of the day between God and your spirit. But now it's being made known. It's being, because when you utter and speak it out, it's actually, you know, it's prayer. So you are taking hold of the situation. You are doing something about the situation. He says, so no one understands him. He speaks mysteries. So I want to say that next time you pray, you should realize that your tongues are not useless. Your tongues have mysteries in them. Your tongues are actually very vital. Your tongues are powerful. 
There are things you are saying to God. You are communicating high-speed information. There's things about your life that you do not know. The Spirit of God knows. And speaking tongues, you are speaking them to God. You are speaking those mysteries to God. And by the next time we speak, you're going to see that you can actually, in fact, convert what you are speaking to something you can use. In other words, that information that is passing between your spirit and God's spirit does not have to remain in the spirit like that. It can be made available to your mind. And we'll deal with that later. Okay? So, guys, that's it for today. Oh, by the way, this week is going to be the start of our Yen Summer Camp. Okay? And that's an annual event that we do every single year. And we didn't do it last year because of the COVID restrictions, but we've done that at least for five consecutive years. This is going to be the sixth one. It's an event for teenagers, especially young people. And it's awesome. The emphasis of the meeting is actually to come experience God, come learn to flow in the things of the Spirit, come just come encounter God, come get set on fire for God, come and meet young people who are also loving Jesus, who are also spending time with God, who are also burning passionately for Jesus. Come meet such people and you won't live there the same. People don't usually want to leave that place. I, I'm telling you, that's how it usually happens. At the end of the you know, camp, people don't want to go. So it's going to be happening from the 25th to 29th. 29th is the day of departure. And so you want to be there. If you cannot be there, send somebody. It's 5,000 Naira for registration. But if you register late, which is on the day, anytime on that day, it's going to be 10,000 Naira. So why don't you drag yourself in there or drag someone you love, drag a teenager, drag somebody there and let Fellowship with God. We'll be there live and it's going to be awesome. Anyway, we're also going to be streaming live, but... Um, with the way Nigeria is and the way the internet can be, I would say it's better to be there. <laughs> okay? So, guys, that's it for today. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. And bye-bye. If this blessed you, or you want to say hi, or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram at pst.essien, pst.essien. Also, if you've been blessed and you'd love to support what we do here at MOG Podcast, then you can give to 0106-207-685. I'll say that again. 0106-207-685 GT Bank. God bless you.